0: you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So, with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions
1: podcast. Thanks so much. Today, I want to talk about uh, powerful habits, specifically um, of mentally strong people, because it takes powerful mind strength. It takes powerful mental strength, right? In order to succeed, we are both the problem and the solution often um, because our our attitudes, right? um, Kind of dictate what we're feeling and often what we're feeling can cause us to see things um, in an uncertain way. What we feel matters, but we have got to establish um some some mental strength about ourselves so that we can balance a little better because we are both or can be both the problem and the solution tm i am a business strategist i lead leaders uh men- business coach uh america's favorite mentor i've been mentoring for uh man uh, probably two or three decades right Um, And it has served me well, because I learn just as much as my mentees learn. Um, And it's something that I am extremely proud of, right? Because most of it, a lot of times is not paid. Um, I'm a trainer, I'm a teacher, along with other things, but I really get filled um, out of the light bulb going off of people. I really get filled um, and get excited about people seeing a path forward that they did not see forward. Powerful habits for mentally strong people is really what I want to talk about specifically today, because we both are the problem and the solution, um, but sometimes we don't necessarily recognize it. Uh, I am from Virginia. Um, I spent most of my, my life in Virginia, so, you know, Virginia is where I'm claiming, and so it's a military town. And so I read an article not too long ago that, that really struck a chord. It helped to reinforce some concepts and, and some things in my own life um, that I had been experienced. But before I go any further, flash your mic if you ever have applied for a job and didn't get it, or you went after a contract and did not get it, or you tried to get a deal and did not get it. Yep, yep, most of us up top. For keep flashing, just keep flashing. I just want everyone in the room to know that Everybody tries, but doesn't always get it. Listen, look, the the room is lit up right up top because everyone doesn't get it the first time. Guess what? I asked that question and I'm glad I'm not the only one because I have applied for many jobs. I have tried to get many contracts. I've gone after many deals. Some I got, some I did not some i got some i didn't but most of them i did not get the first time around i did not get the job the first time around so i want to start off because there are people in the room you feel like you're the only one you feel like you know you've tried and tried and it hasn't worked out for you and now you're ready to throw in the towel my advice is hold on there you're not alone All of us have been there, done that at some point, many are still going through it and it requires some powerful habits mentally, right? So despite West Point military academies, like vigorous selection process, right? um, The reality is this, one in every five students drop out before graduation day, West Point. One out of every five students drop out before graduation day, I said, dropped out. They didn't get kicked out. They dropped out. They gave up. I recently, um, within the last two years, during COVID, right, I, I made a commitment to myself that that I was going to elevate in across every aspect of my life. In my business, in, in my relationships personally, right, in, in other businesses that I'm serving, and jobs, I want to level up. I'm like to to the highest level. But some of the opportunities I I didn't get it. I didn't get the opportunity. And I'll tell you something um about how it made me feel. But I'll ask uh, a couple of people who flashed their mics. When you did not get the contract, when you didn't get the job, when you didn't get, you know, the deal how did it make you feel that this is the breakfast with champions the millionaire breakfast club we are transparent we are honest uh because most of us all of us have been there done that and we have no problem sharing openly right because success leaves clues success leaves clues but many of us are so mentally strong we reject failure let me speak for myself i am so mentally grounded that i reject failure right Failure doesn't necessarily say that it's over for me. In fact, failure says, go back to the drawing board. But can I ask a couple of brave souls who uh, who applied, who put their all into opportunities and did not get it? Can you just wanna j- just share quickly how it made you feel when you didn't get it? Just tell us your name. There were a lot of mic flashes. Dr. Jamecia. Ramon. Okay, Ramona, Dr. Dr. Jamecia, oh, then Ramon, Ramon, and then Patricia, thank you. No, I was just saying,
2: uh, yeah, just disappointed, disappointed, and and like maybe I missed a, a huge opportunity,
1: but yeah, yes. that's it. Yes, I can, yeah. re- I can relate to that, Ramon. Remind- yeah, because yeah, I so, say I felt bad for it, took it personally, like David Hill says we shouldn't do. And another thing I want to say TM, Alexandra Carter, right? She's taught us when she was here. Sometimes a no saves you from a bad yes, but personally, I felt bad, and I probably shouldn't have. Absolutely. A no saves you from a bad yes. I do agree with that. Right. But the common theme here, guys, is that we feel horrible. We feel horrible. Patricia, I saw you flashing.
2: I literally am thinking of like the children. I have hissy
1: fit. Hissy fit. (laughs) I just can't take it. I can't stand it. I'm having a hissy fit when it doesn't go my way. (laughs) I think we all can relate, right? Because whether it is internal or external, we all have those fits because we're like, what? What? I'm the best at what I do. What do you mean? What what do you mean? But the reality guys is it's a, it's a competitive world out here. It's a competitive world out here. And our attitudes after the opportunity is is almost just as important than our attitude prior to the opportunity, right? Because we don't lose our value in seeking opportunity. So I just wanna go back to the fact that one out of five students drop out of West Point Military Academy before graduation day, right? But guess what, a sizable number leave the summer before freshman year. When, when cadets go through what's called a vigorous program, it's called the beast. <laughs> Listen, I'm not sure if I had to go through the beast, I would have even showed up um, at a military academy, right? But for those who did show up and signed up, because we're going somewhere here, whether it's a military academy, or, or whether it's an at and contract, or whether it's a Cox contract, or whether it's a brand new job, right? What we have to do is persevere. The the BEAST, which is the West Point's, uh, you know, vigorous program for new cadets, the BEAST consists of, like, extreme physical and mental and social challenges that are designed to test the candidate's perseverance. Perseverance. The key word this morning, folks, if you were uh, writing this down, you would want to write down persevere and underline it because powerful habits of mentally strong people start with perseverance, perseverance. I went on to read about um, a psychologist at the University of um, Pennsylvania, I believe. She was intrigued by the fact that, you know, she was intrigued by the BEAST program and wanted to lean in to study, um, you know, what she thought was interesting about how, why folks dropped out of that program. Um, she went through some vigorous interviews and testing of the candidates. Um, and what she wanted to determine was first, like, was it IQ and talent that got the candidates into West Point? And what was determined is like, no, it's not just IQ and talent. Right. And so, you know, Dr. Jamicia and uh, Ramon and Patricia and myself. Right. I mean, pretty smart people like high IQs. We are talented and no one has to tell us we know it. So why didn't we get the opportunity? The reality is there was somebody better. (laughs) That's, That's the bottom line. There was somebody better and not better as it relates to individual. They showed up better they showed up better in their experience, they showed up better in their presentation, but I just wanna go on and, com- and complete this, this, um, this, I'm gonna say this uh, process that Melissa, excuse me, I think her name was Angela, the psychologist um, at University of Pennsylvania, she established. Um, she established a program that's called GRIT. She, she developed a GRIT scale, a GRIT scale. And she wanted to test to determine which candidates had the mental strength to conquer the beast, the mental strength, because she determined it wasn't just about IQ and talent. It came down to mental strength. And so she created what she called the grit scale. It's a highly accurate predictor of candidate success. Right. And the grit scale was a measurement of mental strength, which one she thought was a unique combination of passion tenacity stamina and our ability to stick to our goal until it becomes a reality. The grit scale, I was like hey I like that I I like the idea of a grit scale, because I think maybe in my mind i've created my own grit scale, because you know, for me. I like to be very, I am a passionate person and sometimes my passion can come off as aggression, but it's really just passion. And so I'm passionate about a lot of things. Uh, I certainly have tenacity um, and stamina, but I don't give up. I, I do not give up. I persevere. And this morning, I need everyone in the room who's aiming towards a goal, striving towards a goal. You might have been told no. You might have been told no quite a few times. Listen. I can remember a period in my life where I applied for about nine different opportunities back to back to back to back, only to be told no. But guess what? My grit scale is popping because I don't give up. I do not give up, but I need everyone in this room today to adopt a grit scale, a grit scale. It's a combination of your passion, your tenacity, your stamina, and your ability to stick to it, to stick to your goals until they become a reality. It is all about our mental strength. Developing mental strength is all about habitually doing what no one else is willing to do. Doing the things that no one else is willing to do. Over the last two years, I that I have gone after uh, some major deals. Many of them I knew I had a slim chance of getting, but I threw my name in the in the hat, I got in the race, because one, it was going to be a measurement for me, right? And then, hey, maybe I could get it. <laughs> and if I got it, I had a plan for it and I could run with it. But if I didn't get it, if they told me no, then I was ready to receive the feedback I have new relationships because I didn't know these people prior to this opportunity. But for me, I'm gonna show up and show out. I'm gonna show up. Hey
3: listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to the morning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you
1: start your day. With the best me, I'm going to show up looking good, feeling good, and I'm going to show up with good content. We have to show up. Sometimes I think we are more intrigued by the concept of things than actually being in the game with those things. There's all when they tell you no, get the feedback ask why there's power in feedback often what i've learned i end up in the top like the, the final round of every process the final round flash a mic if you end up in the final round of a lot of processes the final round meaning you were a top candidate but for some reason you still didn't get it and, and i see some mic flashes um uh, janine uh, Ms. Stafford.
2: Yes. Good morning.
1: When, 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 when you did not get it, the last whatever it was—the job, the contract, the deal—how um, did you respond?
2: Thank you for the opportunity, and please let me know if there are any further developments. If I could assist you further. <laughs>
1: All right. No, nope, no problem. Um, I saw you flashing and I know you absolutely provide value, but I'll say this does not feel great, but we have to get up, pop our collar, dust ourselves off and try again. We don't give up. We're champions. We try again, but I just want to share three specific things that resonated with me um, as, as I really processed this whole concept of powerful habits of mentally strong people. Okay. You have to fight when you already feel defeated. You still have to fight. To fight when you feel defeated is not a good thing. But I'll share this. A reporter once asked Muhammad Ali how many sit ups he does every day. He responded, I don't count my sit ups, I only start counting when it starts hurting. (laughs) When I feel the pain, because that's when it really matters. The same applies to success in the workplace. You always have two choices. When things begin to get tough, you can either overcome an obstacle and grow in the process or let it beat you. And we are champions up in here. So we aren't getting beat without a fight. Humans are creatures of habit. If you quit when things get tough, it gets that much easier to quit the next time. On the other hand, if you force yourself to push through the challenge, the strength begins to grow inside of you. It begins. I'm a witness to it. One, I don't give up too easy. Believe it or not, you might be able to tell. I like a good fight, (laughs) I I, I really do. Uh, I like a good fight, I like a good challenge. Um, Because, you know, to me, nothing worthwhile comes easy and I've just never liked uh, easy. I like to grow. I like to be challenged. Um, And I think that's why I'm in a mentally strong place. But I want to encourage each and every one of you, regardless of where you are right now, regardless of yesterday, regardless of the opportunity that you did not get, dust yourself off. If you didn't get the feedback, then I need you to go back and get the feedback. I need you to analyze what you could have done better don't listen it's not about you it was about all of the candidates in the process no one was treating us bad right no no one was trying to you know slight us the reality is competition is tough competition is tough how do we differentiate when we're up against so much dynamic competition so number one you fight even when you already feel defeated number two you have to develop the need to be okay with delayed gratification i know we are a microwave popcorn world we want it right now we want to automate everything but the reality is this like instant gratification i don't think it has ever helped anyone you have to be okay with delayed gratification there was a famous Stanford experiment in which an, an administrator left a child in a room with a marshmallow for 15 minutes before leaving the, the, um, the monitor, right? The person who was doing the experiment told the child that, listen, she's welcome to eat that marshmallow, but if she waited until he returned without eating it, that he would get a second marshmallow. I like that two-for-one deal, right? But how many of us have the control? the children that were able to wait until the experiment was over until the uh, monitor returned for the experiment they had better outcomes in life is what the experiment actually is what the study actually showed those who were able to wait until he returned had better outcomes in life including a higher uh sat score you know, greater career success, and even lower body mask, right, indexes. The point is that the delay of gratification and patience are essential to success. People with mental strength know that the results only materialize when you put in the time and you forego instant gratification. Delayed gratification, I know we're like, want it right now I don't want to wait right we're not that patient but it's one of the things that helps us to become mentally strong we have to embrace delayed gratification who can relate to delayed gratification and the benefits of it I know we don't always like it Tony the tiger uh, pastor Jeff you know others David absolutely and then lastly my friends and I'll open it up the one thing we're talking about powerful habits for the mentally strong Because understand, you are the problem and the solution all at the same time. So number three, you have to make mistakes, look like an idiot, and try again without flinching. Listen, I have learned to make mistakes, fall flat on my face, get up and act like nobody saw me fall when I fell in front of everybody. Listen, your attitude and your confidence, it makes all the difference in the world. Be okay making a mistake. Be okay being told no. It does not determine your value and who you are as a champion. Look like an idiot. You know you're not an idiot. You know, get up, pop your collar, try again without flinching. Uh, Who wants to speak? I I hear an open mic.
3: Good morning, TM. This is Tony the Tiger. How are you?
1: Tony, good morning, my friend.
3: I love what you shared. And I just wanted to share a quick story about um, how I failed one time. And it was, uh, I always knew that I wanted to dance in some capacity. And I decided that I was going to go down to Disney world and audition to be a dancer at Disney world. And back in, this was 2001. I had no idea how competitive it was. And so I was not prepared and not talented enough to be honest. I got on the plane on September 11th, like the September 11th, I was on the tarmac um never uh never took off luckily um went back down a month later and failed miserably like it was just embarrassing um and recently uh i kind of got away from dancing and my number one marketing um tool right now for my business is tiktok and my number one video series is me dancing about gratitude And so sometimes things don't end up looking like how you think they're going to look. (laughs) Um, But it ends up all working out so beautifully and the way that it's supposed to. And I still love dancing and I will keep dancing in whatever way um, that God wants me to dance. So I'm Tony the Tiger. Thanks for letting me share.
1: Keep dancing uh tony the tiger our attitude determines our approach in life Uh, again our attitude can turn problems into blessings and blessings into problems so keep dancing uh tony you know for me guys i had to get to a point where you know i had to be comfortable i don't think i've ever liked the word no being told no most of us don't like uh to be told no about anything but the idea of Fighting, right, even in the midst of feeling defeated is extremely important. Um, The idea that we want to get there fast, but there's lessons to be learned along the way is extremely important. And, And taking our emotions out of it, how we feel is important, but how we feel sometimes, right, our emotional attachment to things often causes us to see things unclearly and we take it personal you heard ramon you heard uh dr jamisia we take it personally and it gets us out of the game if cadets at west point drop out before graduation day right then we certainly aren't alone but we have to persevere persevere and control our mental thoughts like we have to manage our thoughts if your thoughts are pulling things towards you um, that you don't want like they're bad negative things stop thinking bad thoughts like fearful dreadful sinful hateful right mean lack oriented shame based things get those things out of your mind. Right. You are powerful. You have everything you need within you already. You just have to horn it. You have to sharpen it right and you're in the right place because iron sharpens iron and you're around a bunch of champions who can help to sharpen you say yes to your future say yes to your best life. And even when they tell you no, you say yes, because you're gonna get back up and you're gonna do it again. We do not quit. We do not give up. We work to strengthen our, our mental fortitude because it takes mental power in order to accomplish what you're trying to do in this season. I'm going to yield the mic to open it up to anyone who wants to share. Uh, would love to hear some thoughts, some comments before hey, we TM, pass it on to Stephen Cohn.
4: TM, it's David. How are David, you? Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Uh, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm, I work with a lot of salespeople, and and I believe that we we can't we shouldn't take it personal. I think that's one of the biggest mistakes we make is taking it personal when something doesn't go our way. And and I think if we can figure out a way to remove the personalness from it then it makes it a lot easier to just keep moving forward. And so setting that expectation up front uh, is, is critical as well. And I, so I know like I'm in sales, that's what I do. I don't expect it to happen the first time around. And if it does sometimes, great. But the expectations are set that majority of my business comes from follow up. And I think it's the same. You know, I auditioned for something years ago. I didn't get through the first. It took me three tries and then I got through. I didn't take it personal. I just said, okay, I got to do better. I got to figure out what did I do wrong. I watched videos. I figured out what I did wrong, and I got through. So I just want to throw that out there. I, I personally don't. I'm not a fan of taking things personal at all because it's usually not personal.
1: It usually is not personal, David, but I think by reflex, we do take it personal, and, and you're spot on with that, right, because as salespeople, we get it. It's a numbers game. And and really, I mean, guys, for every, you know, yes, so for every conversion, you probably get about, you know, 80, 90 no's. And so, you know, with that said, you have to just, uh, you have to prospect like nobody's business. Um, You have to network like nobody's business and increase your odds, but do not take it personal. It's a numbers game. Who else wants to share? Thanks, David. TM. Tell us your name, go ahead and pop it.
2: TM, it's Maria.
1: Go ahead, Maria, go for it, good morning.
2: Uh, so this is so on target with what happened to me. Um, I put on a really big show for my mom every year. She passed away, um, in 2015 and I've been continuing her legacy of music, art, culture, unity, love, food, (laughs) dancing. Um, and so the show this year was April 3rd and the week before I, I had guaranteed the whole night, uh, 300 people and the week before I had 90 people and I was having a mini heart attack because it would have cost $20,000 to cover that extra 210 people. And I tell you the last week before the show, I learned so much about exactly what you're talking about, prospecting and getting involved, like being, t- being proactive, being present so what I learned and what I remembered was in my grandfather saying one drop at a time, you still fill the bucket. So I just started prospecting. I started doing everything. David and I are in the same business. Um, so I tell my agents, you know, just make a call, get, get, you know, get out there, make those calls and be, 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 um, I can't think of the word right now. Cause I'm like a little emotional, but, just just be present and get there. And I started making calls, everyone I knew. And one drop at a time, you fill the bucket. I didn't have three hundred, but in one week, there were two hundred and forty five people at this event, and it was the best one I did, but and I knew what I was putting together for the audience. I just didn't have an audience to put it together for, up until the week before, but I didn't give up, and I kept doing it. I was the problem. I probably should have done more of that in the beginning, instead of losing sight of the, the program. But then I became the solution as well, because I just started getting, getting on the phone and calling everyone frantically. And it was a great show and it was a great, great outcome. But more importantly, I learned so much of my own value, my own worth, so this, that was the best week of my life, I hate to say that. So I'm Maria and I yield my mic.
1: Thank you so much for that share, Maria, um, and, and congratulations. Uh, when, you, when you can say you had the best week of your life, that's just so powerful. I just wanna offer up before I turn it over to Steven, you know, talent times investment equals strength, talent, right? T- talent, the natural way you think, feel, or behave um, times investment, right? An investment of time, um, practicing, developing your skills and building your knowledge, right? Talent times investment equals strength, strength, the ability to consistently provide near perfect performance. We're not perfect. We're not striving for perfection, but we're striving for excellence at all times. That's near perfect performance for us. Talent times investment equals strength.